Hey kings and queens, welcome back to another episode of Tortured Souls. I hope everyone is doing well. I'm gonna talk about how I kind of got out of the rut that I was in. I was obviously struggling for eight years at this point with suicide attempts and massive amounts of cutting and hurting myself. I'm a very creative person and back then I was using it for no good at all. And now I've turned that creative energy into my business, my everyday life, instead of being creative about the ways that I could hurt myself. One of the first things I had to start doing was rephrase some of the words that I was using because I was just constantly being like, oh, I'm gonna kill myself. Oh, I wanna die. Something happens like, oh, this is the end of the world. Just basically living in this victim state of mind that everything is happening to me instead of everything is happening for me. I had to shift that. And so I just had to start using certain words because it trains your brain. So instead of when something fell and being like, fuck me or I'm gonna kill myself or whatever, like I just go awesome, cool. And even though it's very sarcastic and we all know that, it's different wording. It's those words typically in our brains are associated with positivity. I feel like phrasing it and retraining my brain to stop saying like, oh, I'm going to kill myself after like the most minor inconvenience has really changed. Changing my perspective as well on different situations has also been super helpful. I used to think of the glass half empty instead of the glass half full. After going to so many different treatment centers and trying a bunch of different therapies and alternative ways of medicine, I realized that I was basically living in a state of insanity prior to this because I wanted to get out of this state of despair and it was not working. And it was because I was doing the same stuff over and over again, thinking that it was gonna all of a sudden change. Everything I had been doing up until this point was just not working and so I needed to find another route. That was kind of also what made me decide to take a break from school because I was like, obviously every time I go to school I end up getting burnt out and then wanting to die. So we need to take a break from school, we need to take a break from other things and I just need to focus on my mental health. Honestly, my mental health is the foundation of my life. I don't identify with my mental health, it is a part of my story and Without my mental health being stable, I will not continue breathing. In September of 2020, I sat down and told myself, I was like, I'm done, it's done. I'm done letting my mental health affect my life, preventing me from doing things that I wanna do. I was just done. I was like, I'm over this. Like, I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of going in and out of places. It's getting old. You know, because it's like, I'm not dying. Like, I'm not going to kill myself anymore. So you kind of just have to figure it out. Because I never really planned for a lot of different things beyond many ages. And then it was like, after my jump, it was like, well, you're not dying. And you're not going to try and, like, kill yourself again. So you better figure out another situation that's going to happen. So I did. And I just had to start living in my truth, speaking up for myself, being assertive. It was very difficult because I had to do that with my parents and I had never really stood up to my parents prior to this. And it was rough for them as well. It was just rough for like our relationship as a family. At the beginning, it was hard for me to really be assertive without coming off a little more aggressive, I guess. And I think also they just weren't used to me standing up for myself, I think, or just being like, no, I don't like that or whatever it was. And it was really hard because it was like, 
we were getting in a lot of fights, especially at the beginning of this year over like me not working and pursuing photography, not going to college. And the fights got brutal on both ends. And I had to keep saying it. I'm not going back to school. I'm doing my photography. I'm going for this. I'm trying this. And it wasn't really ever to the point where it's like my parents are going to freaking like leave me or anything, but our relationship was declining. And it was getting to the point where I was just like, I can't wait to move out of this fucking house. I don't have to talk to them for a while. I don't have to talk to them every day. And I had to keep standing in my truth, no matter what was happening. Because if I don't protect my mental health, my relationships decline, my work ethic is awful, my like motivation to just exist goes out the window. And I kind of just had to realize like, I have to pick myself like even if that meant fucking up the relationship between my parents or them being mad at me for not going to school or not being able to accept it I was like I have to keep going I have to because I have a life that I desire I am done struggling I'm over it I've done it for so long that it's just annoying the relationship I have with my parents has gotten so much better because they kind of finally accepted and as I started doing better in photography, they are now so much more supportive, which obviously has helped our relationship. I just gotta keep fighting for myself, staying true to myself and authentic because everything just goes downhill from there if I don't. Another thing that's really helpful is getting to know yourself. And getting to know the voice inside of your head because we typically have about like two voices and one is our authentic higher self the parasite is the domestication of us so it's like us judging ourselves because we think society is going to judge us or society has told us that this is right so we have to do that and it just is basically trying to manipulate your authentic self so when you learn to be able to tell the difference between those two voices, like for me, my parasite voice just ruminates. So it'll say one thing and it'll just say it over and over and over again. And it's in a lower voice than my authentic self. And that's kind of how I know the difference. If I'm ruminating, it's my parasite. It's not me and my higher self. That has been really helpful to be able to decipher between those two because it just helps to know like this is not my thinking this is not me these are not my thoughts i'm not these a hard lesson for me to learn and i'm still working on it it's definitely gotten better over the last like two months but not letting other people's opinions about me affect my life it's really hard for me to remember that people are just really talking about themselves when they are criticizing or judging other people but it's been something that i've really been trying to work on especially in public. I've been going out to see like DJs with um, one of my friends and then a couple times with her friends. And I try just really hard to be like, everyone's vibing, everyone's dancing, like no one's looking at you. It doesn't matter. No one gives a crap how you're dancing because everyone's just vibing. And it's really hard for me to let that go. But I just keep trying to tell myself over and over again, like no one gives two fucks about you. And if you, if someone were to be like, oh, she's dancing weird, she's, uh, and I'm like, okay, well then just remember that that's a reflection of yourself. So it's, it's hard for me sometimes 
to still do that. But it is getting easier. I think the more that I've been practicing walking and living my life with unconditional love and grace for everyone, including myself, has been a lot easier to just be like, not everyone is awake. Not everyone is opening themselves up to growth and self-awareness and getting better. And that's okay. Everyone's soul's journey is different. And mine was that I awoke at 20 and someone else might wake up at 59 or they may never wake up, but that's their soul's journey. And who am I to judge that? And I did do that a while. I did for the longest time, especially with my family. Like I would tell them all the time, I'm like, well, you just don't get it because you're not woke. And I started getting mad internally at some people because they weren't growing. They weren't waking up. They weren't seeing it. And I just realized like you cannot force um, a spiritual waking on anyone, even though you see how much they're struggling with the domestication that they've been taught and how much easier it would be if they woke up. And again, you can't control other people and you can't make anyone see what they don't want to see. And a lot of people just would rather just be comfortable than grow when actually once you do the growth, it's so freeing. Like to find peace within yourself and build that relationship with yourself where you're perfectly okay being alone. You see your worth. I just observe other people and if people aren't meant to be in my life, I just distance myself. And there's no need for me to necessarily tell a lot of these people why I'm distancing myself from them. Because again, I don't want them to think that there's something wrong with them. Like some people who do me dirty, like, yes, you did me dirty. Yeah, you fucked up, plain and simple. And I don't really care about you anymore, to be honest. Like, I'm still gonna show you kindness. I'm still gonna want the best for you and hope that you succeed in your career as well. Because at the end of the day, everyone's end goal looks different, even if they also wanna be a director like me. Everyone deserves to have the career of their dreams, in my opinion. And if I can help in any way to support someone through that, I'm going to. But if you do me dirty, no. Like in the past, I definitely have wished bad on some people, for sure. Do I regret saying some of those things? Not necessarily. I'm just at this place now where I'm just like, you know what, I still hope you succeed as well. I forgive you only because I need that for myself, not because you're really a good person. So I just kind of leave it at that and I'm like, karma will come and turn around because the second people start realizing the facade that's happening, um, everything will be exposed my responsibility is not necessarily to be out here exposing different people. I talk about it on here because this is my therapeutic cathartic space. However, when I'm out and about, especially with mutuals, I try not to talk about it. I do think that people can change some people. I think there's certain disorders that I'm like, these people are, cannot come back from. Like narcissism, um, a sociopath and a psychopath, I don't feel like those people can change ever. I am different than who I was two months ago or who I was at the beginning of this year. So I do believe that people can change, obviously, because I am literally 
a product of that, how like you can make a complete 180 switch on your life if you have the will to do it. If there's a will, there is a way. I promise you on that because I also did that with hurting myself. I wanted to hurt myself. I had a strong will to do that and I found a way. That's the approach I take for life is if I want it, I will find a way to do it. If I don't want to do it, I won't be doing it. So if I don't want to reconcile our friendship, I'm not going to tell you my issues with our friendship because I don't care. Like it doesn't change anything for you to know what our issues were with the friendship because I'm, at the end of the day, I'm still not going to be friends with you. So there's really no point because I'm just opening myself up for an argument that I don't need. I don't care. I don't really want to be arguing with people. When I find out some people are just ignorant, I just, there's no point in arguing, none. I let people speak and say the crazy shit that they say. And then I'm like, all right, never again am I like hanging out with you. And that's okay. Self-awareness and just growing yourself just takes a lot of practice because you have to implement it very slowly. You have to be able to recognize when it is your parasite talking and not your authentic self. You have to be okay with being uncomfortable because in order for your life to be different, things have to change. I want a different life for myself. Change is very scary and uncomfortable and it opens myself up to so many possibilities. After my breakup, when I thought like I had my life planned, I had this set route and everything fell apart and I felt so lost because I had no one and I had no direction to go into and I remember my mom being like no direction means endless possibilities and so reframing that perspective as well helped a lot because in the unknown so much is possible like your wildest of dreams could happen something you don't even fully think could happen is possible if you truly believe in miracles. If you believe your life can change overnight, you open yourself up to being able to receive that when you believe it's possible. If you don't believe that a fairy tale love can exist, you won't find a fairy tale love. Plain and simple, because if, if it's beyond your mind scope, then you won't ever think it's attainable. If you think that your cap is at some kind of manager level or whatever, you will stay there because that's all you think you're worthy of. That's all you think that you're capable of when there you have so much more potential than you even imagine. When I do soul cycle classes, the reason that they really motivate me so much is because they're so fucking hard. Soul cycle classes are so hard. Like you're literally dancing on a bike while like, you know, cycling. At the end of it, I come out and I'm like, yeah, I just fucking did that. I pushed through when I when my mind thought I couldn't keep going, my body kept going. Your body is so much more capable than what you think, but your mind just holds you back so often and tells you you can't do it. You can't do this. This doesn't exist. And that's mainly because society has told you that. I was watching his TikTok and someone was like, oh, you don't even speak proper English. Who has that much power in the world that got to decide that for the rest of humanity, that if we spoke in a different way than this, it was not considered proper English? I personally think that we're all on the same level. Obviously, when I get upset, some of these things go out the window and I'm working on it, but we're all at the same level. So I just don't think that anyone really 
gets to say in that. If I want to speak in Gen Z lingo, or if I want to use a different word that's really not supposed to be used in that context, I'm going to do it because I want to. And no one can tell me that that's proper English because who got to decide that that's proper English? In my life could be that that's proper English as well. It doesn't really matter what you do. As long as you do anything in life with good intention, go live your life. Go live your life. Go sing in the middle of the freaking street because you can. Why not? Literally, why not? If you want to go dancing in the middle of the mall by yourself, go do it. Like, that's harming no one. You are purely trying to go and dance and have fun and just be yourself. And that's okay because you are harming no one. If your intention is good, just do it. Literally, as long as your intention is good and you have to be able to recognize that because I have noticed too that going into it, I thought I was having good intentions and as I came out of it, there's some things where I was like, maybe that wasn't 100% with good intentions. Maybe there was still some slight 10% that wanted to do whatever. When you have good intentions, your aura and your energy is clean. You just have a pure heart. You want everyone to succeed. You don't want anyone to hurt. I literally would never wish mental illness on anyone. I don't care how dirty you have done me. I literally would not wish that on anyone. Because like we have this one life as it is right now. And my life could end in two hours. It could end in two weeks. It could end in 50 years. But I don't know that. And I need to live my life every day like I won't get another day because the second I die, I don't get to live this experience again. I don't get to live in this body with this family, with these friends and doing photography and creative. I don't get to do that in this exact way ever again. And even in this exact moment, I am the youngest I will ever be. I will never get this moment back. And so I need to appreciate. Another thing that has been like super helpful for me, but extremely hard to remember is that in this present moment, I currently have everything I need. The universe will provide you with what you need at the exact moment you need it. The universe will not let you down. And sometimes it comes in a way that's maybe not what you wanted, but that's because there's a lesson and it's going to help your soul grow. One day I had like 11 cents in my bank account, right? It's absolutely not where I wanted it to be. Like, I don't think anyone wants to have 11 cents in their bank account. But in that moment, on that day, I had enough gas to get around. I didn't have any bills to pay. And so that day, I had exactly what I needed, even though it was only 11 cents. And each day is like that, each moment is like that. The day you need something, the universe will provide it for you. As long as you believe in that, and it's hard, like especially in that 11 cent moment, or even kind of like right now, because as I do freelance, I make the money and then I have to make it last until my next job. And my last job, the money is slowly running out. So it's hard because I am going to a festival this weekend. So I need to buy the outfit for that and I need obviously gas money, I need to eat. So I'm slowly like, you know, freaking out inside my mind, but I'm really trying to just be like, I have everything I need and in every moment of life, I have exactly what I need. I am not lacking anything because the universe would have provided it for me if I needed it. At the beginning of this year, I was 
editing all my photos, editing this podcast on my phone because I didn't have a laptop that was working, which was really difficult because I had to delete apps and photos all the time so that I could have enough space to literally download my freaking podcast and then be able to upload it on YouTube. When I was dating my last ex, he gave me his MacBook. And so now I have Photoshop and now I have everything and like this laptop has completely changed my business and career. And so, you know, I'm grateful for that, that I got it. I wanted to be able to use Photoshop and use the Illustrator and all those apps, but I didn't need them. Because if I did, the universe would have provided me with a laptop sooner. And when I needed the laptop, the universe gave me one. It manifested in a way where I also got a relationship through that, had some good memories through that. The more you stay in the present moment, the better life is. Worrying about the future when you have no control truly over that, you only have control in this moment. Instead of worrying about what you're gonna do if this happens, worry about it when it happens. Something happened with my camera yesterday and I was, I started crying because I was like, no way, I can't afford for this to happen. I just got this new camera. That is literally my source of income gone. I just had to stay calm. And it was like at night, I was just freaking out because I'm like, I just want to call George's camera and tell them that they can ask them if they can fix this camera because if it can be fixed, it'll be okay. But George's camera was closed and they won't open until 9 a.m. the next day. So me sitting here worrying about whether or not this camera was gonna be fixed wouldn't change anything because it's not gonna make the time go by faster. If anything, it's gonna make the time go by slower. And no matter what, I have to wait till 9 a.m. to to ask if this is gonna be able to be fixed. Like no amount of me worrying, no amount of anxiety was gonna change the fact that I still needed to wait till 9 a.m. And my anxiety started to pick up this morning for sure. I was like, oh my God, like the closer I was getting to nine, I was like, I just need to find out if it can be fixed. And then I went back and like picked up my camera and I was like, tried to fix it myself and it worked. So I think I still need to go and like get it so that it's like glued on, but for now it works. So I was like, oh, bless. I was also like super grateful for myself to be able to keep myself calm. Because in the past, I would have been having a breakdown for the next, what, like 12 hours until it had opened. And I was able to get myself to go to sleep and I was able to calm myself down. And so I just had to literally surrender to that, knowing that at the end of the day, the universe has my back. And this camera will be fixed in some way. If I have to spend money on it, okay, I have to spend money on it, but everything is happening for a reason. It's just so hard when like shit like that happens where it's like, this this is not a reason I need it. I don't care what the reason is. My camera doesn't need to be broken. A camera that I bought less than a month ago. I don't need it to be broken. It is so hard to remember it in those moments. Like, why? Why is this, why is this meant to be? Why is this happening? It's so frustrating that this is happening to me, but it's not. It's happening for me. Another thing I've recently been starting to do is say that I get to do something instead of I have to do something. I have a car, I have money for gas, 
I have the ability to drive myself there, to walk in. I get to do that. Not everyone has the opportunity to do that. Do the majority of Americans, I would say, or maybe I just live in a bubble where I think the majority of Americans do have cars. I am one of the people who does get to do that. And I am so appreciative and grateful that I get to do that. I get to go outside and smoke weed and listen to the birds chirping. I get to go to Trader Joe's and pick out some mochi you know like I get to do these things yes is it like if I don't go to the grocery store I won't have food but I get to go to the grocery store I have a Trader Joe's near me I can afford to buy you know what I mean like these are the things that I get to do you know being able to say like oh I get to go get gas that's no one wants to buy gas especially these days but you get to do that because you have a car and thinking of these things and reminding yourself of these things is hard And the more you do it, the more you rewire your brain, the more you allow yourself to be happy and experience every moment knowing that you are fully protected and everything will be provided for you and that everything is happening for your soul's growth and for your life path. And you have everything you need in each moment of your life and there is no lack. Start asking yourself why. Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? Why are these thoughts coming up right now? Why do I feel the way I'm feeling when I'm around certain people? All of those things, just get to know yourself, really. You got to have to, in order to change your life, you have to know yourself because you have to know what's not working, what's not helping and what is helping. For me, school was not helping my mental health. And so therefore, I needed to find another path. I refuse to go back to school. I have to do whatever I need to do to make my current career work. You know, not having a degree, it makes everything a lot harder these days in America. In my opinion, the people who are freelancers or entrepreneurs or creatives, artists, are the bravest people on the entire planet because everyone tells them they shouldn't do it. Everyone tells them it's a big risk. Everyone tells them they need to go to college to succeed. That making money as an artist is not doing well. You won't be able to have like a stability or foundation to take care of your family. We know we're setting ourselves up for a harder life than going to school, but it's worth it. I need variety in my life and having most of those nine to five jobs doesn't give you variety at least not enough for me. I need stimulation. I need to travel. I need freedom. I need to be inspired. The amount of people I've met through Facebook groups is so insane. Like I have so many creative friends or people that I'm surrounded with and it's so inspiring to see other people and what their concepts are that they do and I'm like wow that's so interesting or the way they go about things or learning from them like getting myself into a creative field has been so amazing so amazing i love connecting with people and before i didn't like socializing and i still don't really like going out and about but socializing and networking and connecting with people in the creative space is one of my favorite things to do sometimes i'm at shoots and i'm like i just want to talk to this person and learn their life like i don't really need to be shooting them but obviously you have to you just meet the coolest fucking people because i feel like so many creative people have been through the craziest of shit. There's just so many stories. I don't know. I just, being in the creative space has just really changed my life because I've turned that creativity into good instead of using it to find ways to hurt myself. Give yourself grace 
while you are unlearning and learning new things. Because it's hard to face yourself. It's hard to have self-accountability and then be able to be accountable to others. To be able to say, you know what, I fucked up and I'm going to try to not do that again. In the end, it'll be worth it, I promise you. Freedom from your mind is literally peace. I have control over my mind. My mind doesn't have control over me anymore. And that is one of the most peaceful things to have happened. This is the end of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I will talk to you in the next podcast. In the meantime, stay cool, be you, peace.